For the luxury, for the glitter, don't for the for- glamour. Don't forget to bring a towel. Because <laughs> it about Woo, it's to be, be slippery up in her. Because we are talking about velvet gold mine. Ooh, the most velvet of gold mines, which I also named my vagina. <laughs> why, why not? Of course. It's a velvet gold mine, baby. I named mine Kurt Wilde. <laughs> Welcome to my vagina. Welcome to our vaginas. (laughs) The velvet gold mine. Liana is here. Yes. Our little Oscar Wilde. Mm -hmm. To lead us inspiration. Our little brooch. Yes, our little green brooch. Mm -hmm. And before we get down to business, as usual, we get down to business. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Instagram, Doom Generation Pod, Twitter, Doom Gem Pod, all the fun things you're all missing on. So many fun things. There's so much stuff. You want to see us in pictures with these sexy mans? Oh. You got to get on that Instagram. You better get there. You got to get there. You want to? You want some even extra, extra stuff? Oh, extra, you, extra. Read all about it. You got to give us a little bit of coinage. You got to give us some money. Patreon.com forward slash Doom Generation. <laughs> You get a little collage. You right. get stickers and pins. We hand make things. You get bonus audio clips that oh, don't make it into the ridiculous. show. When we laugh so hard, we pee our pants. Yeah. That's what you get. You won't get to see that. No. Like, that's not a thing that we offer. <laughs> Fuck, that's the $400 a month level Patreon. There's going to have to be, I mean, like, get at us. But, like, there's hey, going to have to be. You got $400 a month everybody's, to spare. Everybody's got their price. But I mean, we did talk ours about is the, not $4 a month for The that. feet picks, but, you know, well, that's not. That's, That's not as major. Not as major. And we did get the our our number one fan patron, our first patron who suggested the pinto beans because we were talking about the <laughs> how those dry pinto beans yes. used to be in the barrel at the store. You would just touch it. And he's like, mm. Oh, you guys talked about like stepping in shit for Patreons. He's like, What stepping about the barrel shit? of them? No, like just stuff. Yeah. Step in a barrel of them pinto oh, beans. Ooh, sounds silky. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Let's get to the meat of this film. (laughs) It's meaty. It's meaty. We got Jonathan Rhys Myers. Yes, as Brian Slade, Maxwell Demon. A.K.A. Tommy, was it Tommy? Tommy Stone. Stone, yeah. We've got, and this was the first thing I had ever seen him in. Well, he's not Tommy Stone. No, no, no. No. Uh, This was the first thing I had seen him in. I think so. And fell in love. Absolutely. Uh, Ewan McGregor. Which, oh my God. As Kurt Wilde. Yes, bitch. We had already loved him from Train Spotting, The Pillow Book, A Life Less Ordinary. Mm, oh God, I love that fucking movie. He was probably a big part of the reason I saw this. Yeah, well, and just the whole aesthetic, well, like 
naturally any trailer for this would have had me on board oh absolutely absolutely and this was the last thing he did before becoming obi-wan which is so bizarre because he went from we'll get this there yeah we'll get there because that was the year after this and, and this he's was still doing that so both of the movies we had seen him in had already had full frontal so this yes. was no surprise. So it was weird that Obi-Wan didn't take a dick out. <laughs> right? <laughs> you guys. I was hoping. In fact, when that was coming out. He was in like, a robe. Yeah. Like Easy that crazy. was the thing when it was coming out was like, oh, is like Obi-Wan going to take his dip- dick out? Like that would be super cool if he did. Oh, the prequels would have been so much better. I mean, I've seen it. Show me your lightsaber. But Obi-Wan. I'll look at it again. <laughs> yeah, hey. <laughs> Christian Bale, who mm-hmm. we already knew from Newsies, Swing yes. Kids, and Little Women. Ah, uh, yes. Eddie Izzard, who I don't think he, mm. she, she, they had not been in anything. I don't think they stand give a fuck. up, maybe that we knew. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel don't... like I knew who well, Eddie was. We talked about this earlier is that. They feature. They look like uh, Oliver Reed, right? And so I Tommy. think in my head it was like I, I knew Eddie from something, but I didn't know Eddie from anything. Two. Maybe, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. And then Tony Collette, yes, and this thing. is the first thing I'd seen mm-hmm. her in and fell in love. Of course, I love her. And now those are the only. Those are the main cast. Did you? Uh, we have the entire. Uh, we have placebo. Oh, placebo's in it. Is yep. in it. Uh, Michael Feast is Cecil, right? The fir- and he like gives that. You and know. I forgot to write down who plays Jack Ferry. Oh, fuck. Oh, Sheen something. Damn. Oh, God it damn it. Our bad. How did I not? So this movie was my personality when I was like For 18. a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I love the whole, I, I, the aesthetic and the glam oh, yeah. rock and the 70s. I and was the... a baby on fire. Oh, <laughs> girl. And watching these two. Oh, oh, I am just going to say, like, it was fucking hot. I mean... I don't care what your sexuality is. If you don't get Christian Bale rosacea in some of these scenes, <laughs> you're dead inside. If you don't blush a little, I mean, you got to get a little horny in your pants. You no matter. You got to get the blood rushing somewhere because now. there's all kinds of things to look at. It's a luxury for the eyes. Mm. And although what you are about to hear and see is a work of fiction, it should nevertheless be played at full volume. Maximum. Oh, maximum volume. volume. Yes. But yeah, and then also I had a note because I think that's why I forgot Jack Ferry is because I, I was distracted by fucking Miramax. Oh, there was so much Miramax. In the I know. Of this. Yeah, a lot of lot of advertisement <sighs> for Miramax. Here. Fucking Miramax. All right. Anyway, so yeah, so we go. We see a shooting star in the night sky. Yes, there's radio waves and a UFO flying saucer descends through the clouds on Dublin, 1854, mm-hmm. the birthplace of Oscar Wilde. There's a bebe on the doorstep, and the baby has a beautiful brooch. A brooch, which we will see throughout. Yes, and so then it's like kind of a flash forward of this is Oscar Wilde's life, right? Like it's a. Uh, they stand up talking about what they want to be when they grow up. And Oscar says, I want to be a pop idol. <laughs> yeah. And then a hundred years later, mm-hmm. there's bullies beating a kid up in the schoolyard. Another boy is getting beat up at school. And, and he finds this brooch. In the drain. Or yeah, while he's down there. on the mm-hmm. ground. And that is Jack Ferry. Right. And they always say that uh, adults always say that childhood is the best time in life. But Jack Ferry knew better. So he found others like him. Yes, he discovers somewhere there are others quite like him. Oh, yes. Singled out for a great gift. And one day the whole stinking world would be theirs. And you see him putting on his bloody lipstick mm-hmm. in the mirror and his little beauty mark. Ugh. 
and then platformed fans yes, running through the streets. I want every single motherfucking shoe in this film. We had, we have, one of us has, we well. have both had our stacked <laughs> boots, our little, yes. I got my gold booties and Tessa had her, my platform like boots on. Snake skin or what are they? Yeah, do they have little crocky sort of, bits or whatever? Hmm. Sorry, we have I've already changed it. I need it. I was parched. Hot in the garage tonight. <laughs> and then uh, it is look, the oh. it's Jack Ferry. Oh yes. And I oh I also have a note. You know somebody twisted an ankle running in them boots. Oh, I know. All of them running through the right, streets. Right. They're boots. running through the streets. And I love the thing, the last mirror before the mm-hmm. last mirror before they get there. Like and everyone's checking there. Mm-hmm. And they checking see is that the that's show. Jack Ferry. And so then it's um Glam rock, crazy Brian Slade slash Maxwell Demon right. in his blue coiffure. It is the night of the show at the Lyceum. And he he's getting that Aquanet lung. Oh, sh- <laughs> Aquanet lung. <laughs> I can't make flute sounds. You can't do jazz flute? Mm-hmm. No? Oh. I don't play jazz flute. <laughs> <laughs> and it is time to go on. Mm-hmm. And he's had premonitions of being assassinated on stage. Mm-hmm. And it's time and the luxury, the absolute oh, decadence, the, the feathers. feathers. Oh! Yes. Takes a drag from his smoke and mm. enters to feathers flying through yes. the air in this iridescent bodysuit Vince yes, Noir dream. Bitch, you know. You know this movie is Vince oh, Noir. Oh, absolutely. Because he was king of the mods before. Yeah. Like, we'll get there. Yeah, because I definitely have notes on mm-hmm. that. Um, and so. Uh, what is it? Young Christian Bale is in the audience. Yes, and young he Christian sees Bale somebody sees in the balcony. Which is this Jack Ferry? It's Jack Ferry, right? It looks it like, looks Jack, like Ferry it's Jack Ferry because that comes up again later too. Okay, right. That whole silhouette. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they notice him earlier, and then he sees a silhouette in the balcony, and then he sees a gun. Yep. And there's a gunshot. Blammo! Oh, and he gets knocked backwards. Yeah, full force. Boots. Oh my god! And then everyone panics and screams in slow mo. Right. Everyone starts running, and and the feathers fall down, and he dies yes. under the lights, and it's gorgeous. Brian Slade is shot. Yes. And then, well, you're the grand one. Haven't you noticed? <laughs> in this purple one-shoulder number. Uh, uh, except for a little bit giving me... um. Oh, my God. Why am I fully blinking right now? It's not in my notes. The... Uh, oh, my God. Oh. Mary Lou Retton. Oh, I was going to say Lou Retton in that the one. Yeah. They're not two. <laughs> Mary Lou Retton and Lil' Kim had a baby, and it was this outfit. <laughs> and there's a news story on the flower power casual sex set going mm. in the background. The decadent. Maxwell is stomping these runway streets, making out with sailors. Yes, bitch. They're interviewing some boy on the BBC about how being bisexual is mm. all the rage. I like boys. I like girls. Like, what's the big deal? Exactly. Christian Bale getting felt up by an old man in the movies. Yeah, watching the newsreel in the theater. Kurt Wilde. Oh, yeah. Which, you in with this American accent. I know. I mean, like... He was playing... He was supposed to be from Michigan because right. Iggy Pop is from Michigan. Which, yeah, we didn't even get into that. But this movie, in case you didn't know, right, is sort of. It started as a story, a it real story about David Bowie. To be David Bowie's like biopic. Whatever. He biopic. Was supposed to Don't give get at music. me. The fuck I know. You say whatever it. you. I don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> Uh, it was supposed to be like he was supposed to give music, and it's named after Velvet Goldmine as a David Bowie song. Right. But he he didn't but sign off on it. 
He didn't sign off on it because it was they he found out later that it was based on Stardust, the David Bowie story, uh, which was an unauthorized biography and backstage passes written by his ex, Angie Ooh. Bowie, which she'll come up again later. Mm-hmm. So he threatened to sue. So, yeah. So they made it a fictional yeah, they made it amalgamation. Fictional. So they of made some, it. Yeah. So. Obviously, Maxwell slash Brian is David. Right. And then Kurt is Iggy Pop and Lou Reed. Lou Reed. And with a little bit of Mick Jagger and some Mick Ronson yeah, thrown, thrown in. Yeah, in there a little bit. Um, Jack Ferry, for some reason, I read was Little Richard. Okay. And well, not he Brian Eno. does the little, yeah. little Richard thing when he's a bebe. Yeah, he does a little, little Richard drag. So, so you know. Yeah. I'm Liana's face right now. I know. I, I wish don't we know. Had a video broadcast. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell face. you. I, don't know. I mean, Brian Eno does music for the soundtrack. Yeah. So very strange. I, I and know. I don't know. Maybe that's just. I think I read that on Medium. It was well, just like some knows? Medium article. Who I can read. say? Who, who can say? So anyway. Anyhow, a couple months later. Yes. We the find slave out shooting. It was a hoax. A hoax. Oh, he wanted shit. to create a sensation. Right. He put the stories out there. He followed through. And now everybody's fucking pissed. <laughs> and now we begin our journey back and forth in time because mm-hmm. it's present day. Well, not present day, but it's. Well, yeah, it's 1988. Or, or yeah, yeah, I guess. No, it's 10 years after. So 1974. Yeah, so it's 1984. And Christian Bale is now in America working at a newspaper. Mm, he works at the Herald in New York. And they want a piece on Maxwell Slade. Right. Or not Maxwell, Maxwell Slade. Slade. Brian Slade. <laughs> Too many names for this Maxwell one dude, Demon. man. I know. Because that's why they want it. Because it's been 10 years since yes. the hoax. And they want to know whatever happened to him. Yeah. He like, disappeared he into disappeared obscurity. And that was it. So. And this is like, I guess, also like the Citizen Kane thing where he goes and tries to find people that knew him. Because right. they can't find the actual guy. And then, of course, my very next no answers the question. New York, 1984. Ah, there it is. <laughs> New York, 1984. Christian Bale is walking the streets, thinking and yes. brooding what uh-huh. he's best at. Mm-hmm. And there's a big screen. We got a little foreshadowing. Oh, yeah, that's right. The with big the... screen with Tommy Stone. Because that's why I thought he was a televangelist. Because it seemed very, like, televangelist. Hey, Liana, Google. <laughs> is he Tommy to be... Stone? Or is he just a... I thought like he a... was just a singer, but the like hair and the star. outfit makes it me seemed... think televangelist. The makes me think he's a televangelist. Yeah. So but anyway. Whatever. There's a big screen with this man with big mm-hmm. blonde hair and a glittery jacket. He kind of glances, but doesn't right. really pay any attention to it. Right. Oh, and that was also the thing is because uh, they want him to do it because he was like the resident Brit. And they're like, no, yeah, it's no, because you, you were remember. there. Right. They, they don't know how much he remembers. Right. Because they don't know that he was actually at that show mm-hmm. and saw this whole thing go down. So. And then he bumps <clears> into <throat> Kurt Wilde in the stairwell yeah, to the subway just coincidentally. Pass each other on the stairs. And that's where they have the I saw a man that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was apparently the inspiration for the man who sold the world. Oh. That rhyme. Okay. So there you go. That makes sense. Tittle biddle. Um, and so then we get some, so now we're back to the past mm-hmm. where Christian is remembering his school days, his school days. He's drawn a picture of Maxwell demon during mm-hmm. class and he goes to the record store and like, he's looking at a bunch of different shit and he wants the ballad of Maxwell demon. Right. Album. And he asks, asks his brother like, Hey, spot me a quid. For what? 
Yeah, what do you want? Well, that's a poof to do. Yeah, exactly. He's like, but he gets it. Right. He that, comes home with okay. that album. That was my question, though. Like, did he have to go back later? Because it didn't seem like his brother was going to buy it for and him. Now, or he did it after. Brother? He gave did they it, yeah. say that was his brother? Okay. Because when he was ever at home, mm. you didn't see a brother in the parts it, there of him was, at home. I think that he's uh, credited that oh, okay, person as his brother. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, he comes home with his record, puts it on, mm-hmm. lock, puts this chair under the door. Oh, which yes. I remember yes. that one scene, and I thought this was it, but that's not it. No, it's not. Doesn't but come he should have done that. Right? He might have been. <laughs> there was a, That's what I've been doing. Hey. To that album cover? You know what? When I bet like, I did. To that scene. I'm saying, I'm saying, Girl, I bet I did. Uh, it's gonna get real. <laughs> Let's hope our parents don't listen to this one. They finally decide. This will be our the moms time. are like, you know what? You know what? Don't listen to an episode. You know what? Skip next week. Skip till next week, mom. Yeah, next week's the one for y'all. Yeah, next week's <laughs> for mama. This week, you just mind your business. So he takes it home, opens up that centerfold. Oh. His room is covered in Brian Slade posters. Yeah, well, like you see, like the progression, of right? How, as like he gets... as he's listening to it and he's reading all the mm-hmm. things, and he starts to cover his walls with all this shit. Which, bitch, yep, the walls, mm-hmm. collages, covered. just covered with all of that shit. And then he gets inspired. He goes out mm-hmm. in his sexy little midriff. He scoots <laughs> out like he he puts his jacket on and goes Covers out in that up. baby tee with and all then those he little has buttons. That baby tee. And he goes and tries to find like the other cool kids. And then just stands there being cute waiting for oh, to be invited. Mm-hmm. Oh, Call me over. And then he's remembering on the subway back to the present misses his stop. Right. That there was the hoax, the whole yeah. the hoax situation. Everybody was mad uh, that the friends were having to do interviews. He backs away into obscurity. Yes. And they're talking about, oh, maybe he got too big, too schizoid. He thought he was Maxwell and Maxwell. Yeah. Thought he in was the God. end, he thought he was Maxwell demon. And then Christian going through that microfiche. Oh. You guys remember the microfiche? Yes. To go that to the library sound. and yes. put it in the little glass. Oh. <laughs> in his spectacles though oh he'd be oh, looking for what's up big sexy i'm not into the the young christian bale with that wig that well bad no chopped wig. no but the mm. but the journalist christian bale yeah, could get he can it. get it mm. so he interviews one of maxwell's exes who was also his manager or he's sort of an ex or whatever he's his Ooh, manager but yeah, there's some in the old ex but i don't know if he had it a was, thing for i think him. it was just one-sided right. i think it was just sassel and so he is in like, I guess, a nursing home now and is right. talking about Maxwell and that his name was Thomas. And he was like nothing I had ever seen before. And mm. in the end, like nothing he appeared to be. Right. And he had the occasion. Is this where he, to go with an aunt? It was, uh, so yeah, with, he talks about that. His name was Thomas. His father owned a small business in the suburbs that he spent right. a summer in London as right. a child with an aunt uh-huh. whose husband was in entertainment. Oh, is that who that was? And so that was his <laughs> uncle in drag. Okay. Or not biological, but that was his aunt's husband who perf- right. was performing. In and then the he finds him blowing, blowing a fat the man. Theater backstage. Owner or whatever backstage. Yeah. And when he's pretty little. Yeah. Seven or eight. To or, see that. I yeah. I mean, ooh, that'll confuse you. And that's when we get little Thomas doing his best little Richard drag. Yes, it's all cute for the family. And they're just like sitting there like, okay. Like a really child. Uh-huh. Then, then Mod Wolf Brian. Yes, he <laughs> becomes the king of the mods in the 60s. Are you a mod or a rocker? Six, one, six of one, half dozen of the other. Right. 
The first true dandies of pop is yes. what mods were. And like, did he like drug and rape this kid? No, I don't think he drugged him. I think he like trade. Well, I don't know. Because that know, kid looked like that, he, he was looked out. like he was out. But the kid was like, yeah, was I don't know. Looking. That was a scene because it looked like the kid was looking. And right, he was looking it, like they had a moment. That kid was maybe 14. Yeah. Maybe freshman. But it also freshman. looked like that kid wasn't conscious. But that kid looked like he was out. So just either saying. he was just passed out from a good railing. Afterwards, I mean, it didn't perhaps. show him drugging. Well, he just had like all his clothes were still on, but his pants were just. It was like down. he he's traded him a bum in for a pocket watch, but like oh, because he had his pocket watch. That's what he wanted. He yeah. eyed that kid for that pocket watch. So but he, he drugged like he him, him and a... raped him and took his pocket watch. I don't know. It doesn't show anything <laughs> but the kid laying there with his booty. I'm out. just saying it didn't look like he was conscious. Whatever happened was probably not okay. No, let's just say that. I'm just gonna say that that was. <laughs> It was untoward for sure. Yes. (laughs) Then we're at a club in London. Right. At the Sombrero. And Tony Collette, a.k.a. Mandy. Yes. His American wife, Mandy. Who is doing her Madonna international accent. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My geech. Is that what she says? The useless bit of flesh between my vagina and my asshole. Yes, and so <laughs> she's introducing Brian Slade to the stage. She's giving me like all of the Sally Bowles from uh, Cabaret. Like yes. she's doing that whole international femme fatale. Mm-hmm. And at this point, he's got the long locks and mm-hmm. the acoustic guitar. Yes, they come out. He comes out and like they make out. Yeah, on the yeah. Mm. And he sings the "Here's looking at you." celebrate you and then the boyfriend or not the boyfriend the old manager is telling mm-hmm. the story back in present day um that's that he's where in he the audience him, in right. trance mm-hmm. that he's there with his friends and sees this kid on stage right. well she's like, not coming home tonight uh-huh mm. and so he was a manager and gave him a contract like a week later right they so become friends and then they go to they have a bunch of odd gigs right in 1970, rock audiences were not sure what to make of Brian Slade. He performed in a frock. A the one frock. With the purple insisted. Boots. Yes. Yes. He's kind of failing to connect with the audiences. A they little are bit not here. thrilled. Mm-hmm. They're booing. He's like all frustrated. Like Mandy, of course, is telling me you're fabulous. Oh, darling. yes. It was just great. I was beaming. Yes. <laughs> She's fucking. Um, oh, my God. I am going to kill myself for, for fucking losing oh, this no. one. Edwina. <gasps> a little bit. She gave me a little uh, yeah, bit. Of, yeah, a little bit. Well, what is it? Um, Courtney Love was also supposed to provide music for this and didn't because of the perceived the connotation that it was Kurt. But Kurt Cobain kind of based a lot of stuff on Iggy Pop, which this is based on. So right. you can't really be mad. Well, mm-hmm. you can't really be mad. Girl, you don't get to be mad about well, that. And... I think she did the same thing. Tony Collette got cast really late in the game. There was a bunch of other actresses, which I didn't see a list mm-hmm. of. But all she did was send a fax or a note or something that just said, I am Mandy Slade. And they were like, yeah, that's something she would do. And I feel like Courtney Love did the same thing with Sid and Nancy. Oh, maybe. Where she like that sent a familiar. note or sent word like, I am Nancy. That sounds familiar. She obviously didn't get it. She's in that movie, but she didn't get it. Right. But yeah. So anyway. So, yeah, wifey's trying to make him feel better. He mm-hmm. storms out of the tent right into Kurt oh, Wilde's we hear. Oh! <laughs> and here he is, oh, shirtless, my 
fucking pouring oil on himself. Oh, she got the TV. Out. Oh my god, she and he's TV. Gyrating and flipping everybody oh. off. Hands down the pants. Oh. The rats from a trailer park in Michigan. Yes, and yeah. like this was the moment my kid came into the garage <laughs> and I was watching this, and I was like, wait, 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 no, like I had to pause it. And I'm like, no, 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 this movie's not for kids. And he was like, well, why? And I wanted to tell him it's because we're about to see Obi-Wan's butthole. Right? Because <laughs> you don't need to see what is about to happen. Right. Because we're about only. to see <laughs> Obi-Wan's butthole. Yeah. So you get right. that glitter shaker out. Oh, he's jerking off with the glitter out. shaker. He's tongue got his out. pants down. Oh, and they don't, the audience don't like him neither, but he don't give a fuck. Nope. Nope. His dick's out. There's fire oh. on the stage. And you hear little story about when Kurt was 13 mm-hmm. he was discovered in the family loo servicing his older brother right and that resulted in shock treatment for him right he's the only one who got the shock treatment it seems like the brother should have been looked at trying to they show fry him the later fairy where, clean out of him and then the right. brother winks at him so like and the brother's molesting like way him. old yeah, yeah. The like brother's maybe molesting the brother him. needs some he shock needed the treatment. shock treatment yeah. okay yeah so, so anyhow but that was the legend like mm-hmm. who knows if it was true so the stage is aflame. He's rocking out, and Maxwell is in love. Like oh, you can God, see that it in his face. Slappy dick, just Ooh, just slapping oh it God. around, just <laughs> slapping it back and forth. Wap, 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 and then wap, that wap, stage wap. dive where he apparently just hit the floor because <laughs> yeah. he's not crowd surfing. <laughs> no, he's just gone. No, he just <laughs> flies right off the stage. And he looked <laughs> like I like how the camera angles where he's looking. For him and he pops yeah. back up like he just ah! popped up. Yep, he just hit the ground. They didn't know what crowd surfing oh, was. Oh man, could you imagine? Oh, I would love it. I would love it. Mm. That would be just short of going to well, see Chichi Allen. Like, no, thank he you. Was, he was so slippery. I know. He was like he, they catch him even if he <laughs> tried, and he just <laughs> greased up. You're never gonna <laughs> catch me. <laughs> he just slid through the crowd. He slid through their fingers <laughs> like on silk sheets. Like, whoop. <laughs> So in the park the next morning, Brian mm-hmm. and his wife and his manager are like, right, they're you know, aftermath of the out. show. And he's saying he wish he thought of what Kurt did. Right. And she was like, you'll come you up will, with love. something. You you'll, will. you'll come up with something. So like you're going to find your shit. So then we, we get skip. this crazy like, is this a music video? It's the music video. I'm guessing we have like the oh, God, you and in those goat leggings. Oh, doing the little Mary Poppins down the chimney. <laughs> and like this weird sexy jumbie. Yes. <laughs> like, so first he's got his like lavender silk pants yes. and upholstery coat. Yeah. Then he's a bald Sasha Velour in blue makeup it's and rhinestones. Twisty but jumbie. Yes, he's a jumbie snake. Oh. Sexy jumbie snake man. Jumbie snake. But in that the in the couch upholstery jacket, tell me that's not a Sophia wig. Yes. That was a Sophia Bitch. wig. And so then we get the um Oh, oh the, they the go song. to the meeting, right? Oh, uh, the came down like water. Oh, yeah. Came down like water. Age <laughs> of solar. And then boots, bitch. Boots the house down. Yeah. Oh, and that four foot long cigarette holder. Ten feet tall, better walk it back down. So, yes. Um, and then Eddie comes in clapping in the pinstripe suit in the mutton chops. Yes. I want to manage you. I'm going to yep. make you a legend. I can make you a star. Here comes Jerry Devine who swoops on him right in front of Cecil. <clears throat> and then the old manager. Yeah. Cecil's like, 
he's hey, like what's up he's, and like, he's like oh arm wrestling right he's like you can have him if you arm wrestle me and win and you he's pin like, me well uh, never and like brian slade looks away because he can't even yeah his old manager like oh it's and a shame. then we have the whole shebang. Uh, the whole shebang. Well, nothing, anything. Yeah, and he's on TV. Mm-hmm. Every school girl in London Him is wearing glitter eye makeup. With the eye makeup. And yeah, the Cecil's next day. out of a job. Right? He sees him like he never heard from any of them never. ever again. That's messed up. Damn, that's cold blooded so christian asked him if he knows where brian is today and he says last he heard he returned to birmingham a few years ago yeah but that was like four or five years ago and he doesn't know maybe go ask mandy for an alternate opinion right it's gonna be unavoidable talking to the ex oh and before we get to the conversation with the ex it is break time this might be a double break i think it might be it's a long movie yeah Mm -hmm. this is a good one all right we'll be right back strap in bitches (laughs) And we're back. We're back. And we're going to go meet Mrs. Mandy Slade. Yes. Christian Bale comes in and introduces himself. Mm-hmm. Has a seat with her at the booth. And she tells him she has not spoken to Brian in at least seven years. At least. That they split after everything crashed. Right. After everything broke down. And then she starts telling him about how they met. That Brian became someone else. Then again, he always was. Oh, but wasn't he, though? So flashback to a house party. 1969, New Year's Eve. It was a new decade and anything was possible. And this is another one. Like she's giving me Bettina, Bettina and Max. Yeah. With that outfit that she's wearing. It's a box. He comes in with his long hair and Mm -hmm. fur-lined coat. Yes. And she spots him immediately. Mm-hmm. Jack Ferry enters with Makes his entourage. Makes an appearance at the balcony. And these pearls just drape. Yes, darling. Just gorgeous things. Mandy gives him a big old smooch. Of course. And I guess they were together I don't know. Before? I think they were just, I, I don't or know. She's she a says hanger she was a true on. original. Everybody stole from Jack. Right. And right away, Brian coveting that Oscar Wilde brooch mm-hmm. earring. And these are the eyebrows I was going for in high school, and it just didn't work. The Mandy eyebrows here? No. The oh, the Jack Brian. Ferry or the eyebrows. Jack Ferry eyebrows. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The one line drawing. Yeah. It didn't work out. And it was. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and so then, uh, you got me, girl. Run around, run around. And you romances me. Mandy. Oh, yes. It's like a little aside, like a little yeah. soliloquy. A little. Rainy sex, <laughs> little oh my rainy, God. Sex. rainy sex scene <laughs> through the rainy glass, right? And then like, yeah, you see some titties. Is it like, oh yeah, she got some nice titties. Some bush, and he's singing like right at her about, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll use, I'll use you. you, and, and I'll, I'll confuse you. you, and then I'll lose you. Oh. Yeah, you still don't suspect. Me. Yes. Like, come on! And he couldn't have been more clear what was happening here. Smooches on her, and uh, and then after all that, he comes back for Jack Ferry. Oh, right. So first, she says she married him. Oh, yes. She's and like, then well, on so the same I night, him. it shows him making mm-hmm. out with Jack Ferry and stealing his lovely little bauble, taking the earring, which is. Oscar, Oscar Wilde's. Wilde. Mm. And then uh, we have Cosmic Dancer. Yes, it was the most stimulating and reflective period of their marriage. And yeah, I, the, so 
was she was somebody like he right. married her because she had an entrance yeah to she had her foot in the door she's yeah. kind of like a hanger on so then we see paparazzi outside the club waiting for brian mm-hmm. he's now been on the charts for 18 months so we're all over the place in time here. right there is the no career is taking off and he's giving interviews and, and they're Arthur... in matching suits oh yes, yes. doing a little tongue thing little and mm-hmm. asking the the journalists are asking him why the makeup Right. Like, well, you know, it's rock and roll is a tart. It's a prostitute. A prostitute. You got to tart her up a bit. And what if people get the wrong impression of you, Brian? Well, what impression? Would yeah, be? I don't like, think that they would be getting yeah, the wrong no, impression by what you mean. Impression. And doesn't he say at this point, like, that he's bisexual and that's, you know, like he if, says he's married to a woman but likes boys just as well <laughs> and that she feels the same. Right. So, so it's there's a swingers. pretty good arra- arrangement. Yeah. And but if he only would have known what he said, right? You know. And then Christian Bale is at home watching, watching it on his TV. Parents, and it's me. That's me, Dad. That's me. He's like oh. screaming inside, and he's all nervous. Like when you would watch like movies with your parents, oh. and it would be like a sex scene, and you're like, oh. But yeah, like he's screaming inside that this yes. is who he really is, Dad. This is me. And now it's 1972 and a star is born. Oh, it's like fucking glamour time. Yeah, they got their crew. They're jet setting. Jerry Devine hires an entourage and he tells them, like, yeah. we're going to. We're going to make him a space age superstar. Right. So and they then, do the photo shoot mm, and all of the shiniest uh, outfits. Yes, I want all the things all the time. Eddie and her jawed purrs. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, she's the director. Exactly. Oh, ready for my close-up. And then Miss Shannon enters. She is right. just there for a clerical position, but she's they like, shuffle her into this wardrobe right. mistress she's job. She's like a little wren. She's like mm-hmm. a little brown wren. And so then Maxwell gets an opportunity to go to America and they ask him, who do you want to meet in America? Right. And everybody says some shit. But Brian, who? Yeah. And they're thinking all these big celebs. And he's like, Kurt Kurt Wilde. And she her face, Mandy's face is like like, she knows already. And meet him. We did. Mm hmm. So they take they take him to America, mm-hmm. take him to meet Kurt, and he is fucking blasted. He's in a booth all nodding off. Just eyes rolled like, back. Rolled back in his head and like Brian's gushing. He's still in train spotting. Yes. He's still, <laughs> he's still he, there. He didn't have to try real hard. No, He'd done this before. He knew how to do it. So yeah, he's got his little group of hangers on, and Brian's like, Oh, you're just top notch. Yes. And so he wants his manager to pick up Kurt Wilde. Mm-hmm. And he's they take him to this management. fancy fucking restaurant. Right. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and they get, he tells him all this stuff about that Brian needs producer credits and all this stuff. And he's just like, what? And he's like, do you want to come to London right, and basically. cut a record? Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Like, that sounds good. And he's like, well, uh, I'm off of heroin. Heroin was my, my main man, man. But I'm on the methadone. But if you want to help. Maybe you can be my main man. Ooh, girl. Girl. <sighs> Chills. My eyes also had the heart, heart eyes. eyes. <laughs> and Jerry's eyes, dollar signs. Money Cha-ching. eyes. He Money sees eyes. it. Yes. Promote them as a pair of starlets. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what we need to do. He promoted them like a couple of 40s starlets, like the Hepburn and Tracy of the 70s. Satellite of love. Oh. And get the boys bum, falling bum, in bum. love montage. Uh, the little girl playing Ken dolls as Maxwell and Kurt. Which... Oh. Girl, I, I love put your my, music, my son. Yes, I did. Cool. I had a Rio doll, the yes. gems. 
With the purple hair? And you, yep, Jen's so, clothes fit Ken, y'all. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. It was bigger. So I had like this hulking, <laughs> hulking purple. Oh yeah, it man. was it was stretched out. Well then, yeah. Well you then, because Rhea would used to make out with my new kids on the block dolls. Nice. So yeah, there was some weird shit. I going had a boyfriend on. when I was like fourteen who found my box of Barbies in the closet <laughs> that I hadn't looked at in like five years, <laughs> and he pulled them out, and the boys were all in dresses on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't because of this movie, because that no, was way that pre was this movie. But that scene was that like, yep, happening. it's me. It's me, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> it's me. That's me. And then we have this gold circus party. Oh, yes. he's Jerry is dressed like the colonel. <laughs> and yes. And Maxwell is like the ringmaster. Right. They're having like this posh dandy moment at the press release. And he's, he tells them he's a space creature who became a rock and roll messiah. Right. That's what the it's like a three ring circus. And they mm-hmm. were asking questions. It's like a press conference. Yeah, it's all staged by management. That, There's cute uh, cards. Maxwell Demon is a space age creature who comes to Earth and becomes a rock and roll messiah only to be destroyed by his own success. Mm-hmm. Is that you, Brian? That you? Foreshadowing. Oh, shit. And he's reading the cue cards. Yeah. Like, Give a man a mask and he'll tell you the truth. And even the journalists have cue cards. Like, it's right. All like, it's all very choreographed. And Kurt comes in all wasted mm, with the champagne. Mm. Takes, ruins the vibe. Right. Kind of a little bit. Like, he notices it bit. out of the corner of his eye. Like, dude, come on. Raise a glass to the loveliest man in Europe. Oh, and they say this isn't natural. And they link their arms. Oh, and they mack on camera. Ooh, and that kiss. Oh, for mm. a minute. For a minute. For a minute. They Ooh. they did not phone it in. No, they didn't. And I'm getting tingly right now. <laughs> the flash bulbs go off. And then we have Babies on Fire. <laughs> yes, bitch. This is my jail. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And 1819 riding around oh in my, my purple God. Jetta. And just <laughs> And just like Arthur, having all of his shit laid out on the floor, yes. touching himself, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. listening to the thing, the secretary is walking in on orgies. Oh, and, my God. And she is like, whoo. Uh, and they're on stage, like totally recreating that. I think it's Rod Stewart and David Bowie moment, like blowing him through the guitar. Oh, my God. And like, ah, uh, this whole scene from from the time they uh, kiss through Maxwell blowing Kurt's guitar. Yes. This shirtless backwards crawl and slink. Uh, my, I, I got ooh, goosebumps. I, lost my I got goosebumps. <laughs> I don't care. This my is headphones where fell off. If you don't blush like Christian Bale, ooh. right here, that something wrong with you. I am flush. But Christian's got the music too loud. Yeah, and his dad's getting a little upset about the music being too loud. He comes and bangs down that door uh, and shames this poor boy. I know. If like, you ever walk in on your child masturbating, do leave the room. Just back out slow and talk about it turn later away. if you must. Turn away and it's leave the turn room. Away. Turn away. Turn <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah, don't do this Ooh, to your kid, don't man. Don't ever... Ever. You see what an unhappy man Arthur grew up right. to be? Right. Does he look happy to you? <laughs> he don't seem happy. He no. would have been happier That's as why an out gay man. Off. 
Uh, That's why he runs off. So yeah, he runs off. Oh, um, shit. And then this is where you, the wardrobe girl sees Maxwell follow and so Kurt. so does Mandy. Like, she sees kind of it. Because yeah, she, she's also getting... She's getting laid. Well, because it's an orgy. Well, see, but I, I guess the difference here is that that's just sex. And oh. the fact that they went off alone. Like, I They're think if like, they had boned in front of her, she would have been down. Probably. If they stayed in that room and fucked everybody, well, that's they, part of the orgy. She even says the thing, like, I knew that it was over. But because they went for a private sesh. Right. That's, they got the feels. Mm, and that's different. The they got some feels. Not just flights, but feelings. <laughs> so then Christian Bale gets on the bus to London. Mm-hmm. And his mom comes running, like, I don't oh, know if she was going to no. stop him or she's just saying I don't goodbye. Know. And it's funny how beautiful people look when they're walking out the door. The the Shannon comes to tell Mandy what, what she happened, saw. and she's all in tears. Like right, Maxwell like left she, with Kurt, and Mandy's and like, Mandy's no, like, it's, like fine. Yeah, it's fine, you know, whatever. Like just when you see people naked in bed together, it doesn't automatically mean that sex was involved, mm-hmm. but it does make for a very strong case. <laughs> and oh, these naked spoons! Oh shit! Hello. Now was this the? story about david bowie again and mick jagger i'm guessing the yeah that the way they were caught in bed together right because this would have been angie bowie right because that was the other thing was when he she's meets, mandy yeah yeah when he meets mandy in the movie he says like do you jive and apparently allegedly that's what david bowie said to angie oh. and they were the ones they were like all on the on the smack yep smack smack smack, smack. eye patch times <laughs> yeah well, you know someone else who does the eye patch thing. That's not her problem, is oh, it, Miss Madonna? Well, she's injecting you're not on the something. Smack, are you? you got you're injecting some shit, but it ain't smack. Face. Yeah, it's just it ain't getting and in the bloodstream. She's hopefully. blind. She's what? But she's yeah, she's blind. blind. That's why she's the eye blind. patch. She if you guys didn't know, eyes. oh, that was the other thing. Speaking of that, and because she's blind, uh, somebody was like, "Oh, well, what color are her eyes?" Then I'm like, "They're blue," and she was like, "No," I looked it up. Everybody thinks they're blue, but they're hazel. And I was like, what the fuck ever? It's because she's blind. Now they're all milky. Yeah, now they're blue. Yeah. They're all blue now. She just bounces from room to room. So, yeah. So Mandy goes into the room where Shannon says they were naked and finds right. the bed empty. They're already gone because there's Brian woke up. Yes. And they're he's... going for a brief holiday. Mm-hmm. Sudden change of plans. Brief holiday. Much needed. Back by Hammersmith. B. And so she tells Christian Bale, I don't think I have what you're looking for. Well, she's that's when she says she knew their time was up and she wishes she could help more. But she doesn't think she's got what he's yeah. looking for. He's like, I think you do. And there's like, yeah, there's some flirtation happening here. There's some. Well, because she kind of looks like she kind of looks around. It's like it seems like a lot of people kind of know mm-hmm. like what happened to him. But they don't want it to because he's a journalist. So they don't want to. You're right. You know, so then we have this recording session. Right. Oh, he asks her, like, uh, he's like, I think you do. And she's like, well, what makes you think that? And he's like, your smile, for one. And she oh. says, well, smiles can lie. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, we go to the recording Ooh, session. Ooh, this. And now you and McGregor can sing. How hard was it for him between the American accent and singing terribly? Right. Because he can sing. Yeah. And this was bad. He does it in A Life Less Ordinary. Yep. And he does it in um, Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Oh, yeah. that's right. We got to do that one, too. Ooh, I love them. that movie. I'll do anything with you and McGregor. In I, it, I it, will under it. do <laughs> you and McGregor. How that, about that? Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, so they cut the tape because it's bad. It's yeah, real bad. Yeah, it's, it's getting to be too much. At this point, we're just wasting tape. They're wasting tape. They're wasting money. Right. 
Kurt's pissed that they cut him off. He's like throwing mm-hmm. shit around in the studio. The relationship is volatile. So Maxwell sends everyone out and Jerry makes it very clear he is not extending Kurt's contract. Right. And how long has this been, do you think? <sighs> I'm going to guess it's a matter of months. Yeah, I don't think it's I'm been very say long. three to six months yeah. or something they've been doing Like this, this was like, because that's what she says, like when he left, that's when everything was over. Because and this was like the beginning of the end when Kurt and shows up. I wonder how up. long they were married, him and Mandy. I'm thinking a couple in the years. early days. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, that could have been a couple of years. Yeah. So who knows? So then it's flashed to them back at the apartment and mm-hmm. Kurt's storming out. Yeah. Maxwell's cursing him out the window. But She's seeing this all from the yeah, street. Yeah. Mandy sees it all from right. the street. And then this next day, so Kurt's outside waiting. Is he just waiting to see if Maxwell's going to say goodbye, or is he waiting to see if he's going to come with him? I think he's waiting to see if he's going to stop him. Because, yeah, he's just standing he's there like with the door open. He's like looking at him like, and he can see him in the window. Uh-huh. And he's like, you're not even going to say goodbye or stop me or nothing. You're just going to send me away in this Rolls Royce. And Maxwell is giving all the blue. Blue oh, hair, blue eyes, uh, blue suit. Blue feelings. He's feeling blue. Blue balls. <laughs> and so he wants out, but he's con- contractually obligated right. to finish this tour. As Maxwell Demon. And then now, Kurt, where does he go? Because the accents made me think Germany, but where is he supposed to be? I don't know, because Arthur's also out on the streets. Yeah. And it's like, are they in the same I don't know. Place? So there's a little bit of blurring of... Right. Did he just send him back to London? Yeah, I'm not sure. Wouldn't he go back to America? I Maybe he didn't go. From? Yeah, so I don't know. So he so went anyhow, somewhere. He's walking around. He's he shambling the around in the street. Right. And then we have Placebo performing in the cabaret. So yeah, Christian Bale walks into a club and finds Placebo, which mm-hmm. I don't know who. Do they, they don't even say their names, I don't think, in the movie. Do oh, they? I they found the thing of what the damn uh, flaming creatures. So they're T-Rex, basically. Right. Or... Yeah. They're, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's what they, that's the yeah. song they cover. So Heavenly bodies. Yeah. Flaming creatures. And so he meets them. They're looking for a roommate. Right. They, yeah, they all meet, they meet Arthur and he's like, well, I'm just looking for a room at the moment. Cause he's, mm-hmm. they're all like, we're, we're all about a moment and a feeling and a this and a that. And he's like, yeah, I'm just looking for a room. And they're like, cool. So he ends up staying with them. And we see Brian doing blow with some lady watching <laughs> people burn his posters on television. This is after the hoax now. Right. So Everybody back, knows it's a back hoax. and forth. Right. It's back and forth. And then we also. Uh, yeah. Brian's getting blown out of his mind alone. Mm-hmm. We see Jack Ferry picking up Kurt. Right. In like the, the red street. light district of wherever. Right. He like is. he's getting picked up. Uh, that's when Arthur meets the band. They're right. And then the they offer him. the mm-hmm. Well, they don't offer him clearly, but. There's a hint that he's going to move in with them. Right. And then we go back to Mandy saying she thought for an entire day that he had been shot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They forgot to yes. tell her. Forgot to His tell her. wife. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch. I don't. The, I, the scene. This right here. Oh, like, yes. Fully. I felt for her like fully. Fully. And this is like, where this is you like bullshit. fall in love with Tony Collette because she's giving yeah. you all. All of it. She comes in with that Heather Locklear feathered hair. With that rabbit coat. Oh, and he's doing rails off this chick's ass who is clearly asleep. I don't know what's going on. She does not even know what's going on. Like, he's just, he's a fucking mess. Like, all the furniture is covered. Like, what is that? I don't even know. Yeah. She brings the divorce up. Yeah. She's got the divorce papers. Everything is in order. She drops them in his pile of money and cocaine. So you won't miss it. Mm -hmm. And then she, like, lets loose. On him. Fuck you, Brian. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you. 
Fuck you, Brian. Shannon, the wardrobe girl, who's she apparently comes in now. Like, How his, the fuck did you get in and here? And she's wearing his fucking offcut. She's wearing yeah. like his old mod wardrobe yeah. and Jack Ferry's hair. I, I'm like, what is? Who where are did you? you get Jack Ferry's hair? Did you scalp Jack Ferry? Did you take his hair? Trying to shoo her out and laughing uh-huh. at her. And I'm sorry, you are the clerk who I came for a temp would job. Come for your oh, I would have slapped her, bitch. I would have slapped her for I sure. I will come for your fucking eyes. Mm-hmm. That's my Do husband. Not laugh at me. Uh uh-uh. uh. I will. I, yeah. So Christian Bale's <laughs> like, so that's the last time you saw him? No. no. A few weeks later, briefly at a concert right, where Kurt was performing. Which one was that? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, all of a sudden, he's like, mm, it was kind of a farewell tribute to glam rock. Right. Mm. They were doing this whole, and he's like, oh, okay. It's like that, uh, That also that episode of AbFab where they found that uh, copy of Razzle. <laughs> in Razzle? Surgi- <laughs> Razzle? Razzle? <laughs> Yeah, year, right? Month, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's oh no, you're got. Yeah. Oh, February. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. But no, he was there. So, flash to the death of glitter show. Right, the death to glam rock. Arthur was there. Twentieth century boy. Yeah, placebo's playing twentieth century mm-hmm. boy on the stage. They show them getting ready at the apartment before, and he's putting blue yep, powder he's dust. Up, yeah, like in his dust hair. in his I guess hair. That's yeah. what he used to have to do. And if yeah, you had no and mentee? the dancing, they had to tell him to fucking chill. Oh, that yeah, dancing was like, like dude, dude, white boy, fucking, calm down. Oh my god, they're calm like, no, down. you're this is not a good look for you, but Arthur. stop, stop. And then, and now, where is so Kurt? Oh, no, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold well, on, yeah, he's yeah, like, Kurt, well, so now he's he got the ultra blonde the, rocks. Right, he sees him come in and he's like walking through the back of the crowd, and then we go back to present day where he's looking quote unquote online. Right. Which in 1984 was like some DOS database name right. search. He's looking through some records and he's trying to reach out to Kurt Wilde. And he's will, finding nothing. For right. Like whoever, he won't yeah. ever give an interview on this subject. He looks into name changes. He can't find any information on Slade access denied, mm-hmm. but and, the TV's on and he sees again, Tommy Shannon. Stone. Oh, and, and Shannon. Like Shannon. Hold on. Which is, how did he know what she looked like? Just from he always was like in there. He was oh, maybe always like hanging around it, like the yeah in the orbit. Well, like maybe he, he would have seen pictures of her or pictures because like she was like his okay, manager yeah. later. So he notices either way, regardless of but how he, he recognizes, recognizes her, her. Yeah, he recognizes Shannon and, and then, runs to tell his boss. Oh wait, his real name is Thomas. Thomas yeah, Tommy Sli- Tommy Stone. So right. like, oh shit, this has got to be him. Yeah, so he runs to find the editor to tell him he's onto something. And, he and he's like, no, do not give we're a shit. already over, he's over all it. that shit. Like, never mind. I need you at the Tommy Stone show. And he's like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm, trying, what to I'm trying to tell you. And he calls Kurt from a payphone. He finds his number and right. he's not interested. No. And like, what's with the two dudes in suits that he's in the room with? I don't know. They never addressed like what know. was happening with that. Are they Tommy Stone's people? And they're like, you can't talk yeah, about like, it. Yeah, like you better shut the fuck like, up. Why would they... Be there I, coincidentally when he calls. That's weird. Well, because he went to the show. Like, who knows? Because they know he's. Yeah, I don't know. That was a weird thing. They never yeah, addressed that. Yeah, that was kind of bizarre. But then, yeah. So then we go back to the Kurt show. Kurt on stage at the right, tribute show. And the, ooh, these pants. Oh, my God. And this hair. Silver pants. This, you know what? I think this is why I have a thing for Iggy Pop. It's just because of it's you because and as Iggy you Pop. And as Iggy Pop. Because Iggy Pop is not a good looking man. No. 
But Iggy Pop can fucking get it. Right? What Even though I'm having that? this, I don't know what it is. It's that weird sinewy, sinewy like yeah. fucking lithe. He's like Something. a snake. Something, yeah. Ugh. That like Slither young me. Rose. Disgusting yeah. fucking You're thing. Disgusting <laughs> rock and roll fucking slime. Bit in my mouth. Oh, oh no, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> That's one of those things that people say and don't no, mean. I don't want that. <laughs> in one microsecond, you go, yeah. And then if it nope. happened, you would vomit. Don't. So don't. Don't, don't do it. do it. Oh, that's just uh, a feeling. I got wrapped up in it's the drama. It's not reality. I got wrapped right. up in the Iggy Popness of it all. <laughs> that's the thing you got to understand about some people, mainly people with vaginas. You got to understand. We have things that make us hot that if you did in real life, we would punch you in the fucking face. I will hate it so much. <laughs> to think about for one second is one thing. <laughs> to have happen in real life is kick oh, you in the FaceTime. It was so fleeting. Don't. Yeah, fleeting. Fleeting. So anyway, he's our hot as shit. Right. Mandy's there at the show. He's all punk rock and fucking. And she looks over and Mm -hmm. sees somebody. She sneaks in the side door and then they see a shadowy figure. They see Brian in his Carmen Sandiego drag. (laughs) Where in the world (laughs) is Brian Slade? in the world is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> and Kurt's got the crowd vibing. Right. And he's feeling himself and they're feeling <coughs> him. Right. And he's also got that same silhouette as the Jack Ferry assassin. Yeah. Oh, yes. From the beginning. Yes. So that <coughs> was where doorway. for just a second I was like, wait a minute. Wait but I'm like, minute. but that's who shot him. So it right. wasn't him. So no. Who shot Mr. Burns? And so then Christian's heading to backstage and Mandy almost cock blocks him. Right. He's like on his way to mm-hmm. he's making flirty eyes at Kurt. Well, because they're seeing each other and hugging and like oh hey and he says like did you see him yeah so they've made like a friendship alliance over mm-hmm. the fact that they both lost Got Ryan fucked over. Yeah. yeah and so Kurt lure, lures he Christian to the rooftop he Arthur, don't have to lure well, him he sees him from across yeah, the room with that blue hair like, mm, hi hello and of course Arthur recognizes him like he knows who he is so right of course he's gonna go up to the roof yeah. oh shit and he's <sighs> Oh, God. (laughs) And young Christian gets railed by Kurt Wilde as Maxwell's spaceship flies overhead, dropping glitter on them. Make a wish. Oh, it's come true. Cut to Maxwell glitter face in his blue snaky makeup, but with the blue hair. Rock Jombie. Oh, yeah. Before the tumbling down. Yes. And he's climbing the chandelier and throwing flower petals Mm. and this huge. And so this is just a. This is what Brian's right, up to while is, all of this is happening. Right. Apparently. It's just a moment. I don't know. It's, it's just, just a, a feeling. It's just a thing. Yes. yes. And we're flashback to present times. We're at the Tommy Stone show. Right. And it, I guess it's just like a big. And yeah, he's singing cheeky, cheeky, naughty, sneaky. Like he's yeah, singing, right? Like, it's just yeah, a pop star. It's like a little, I don't know what that's supposed to be. It doesn't seem like it's as fun, but okay. Those right? people are wearing like those plastic masks. Yeah. I don't. Or it's weird. It's weird. But yeah, so then there's the um, there's like a little press, press conference conference thing. afterwards and everyone's asking questions and Arthur steps up and asks about the connection to Brian Slade. And then he gets rushed off. Right. And Shannon steps up like Mm-mm. and they return back to the dressing room like, fuck. Yep. Then and I don't know why I wrote it like this. I think I was drunk when I was taking my notes. <laughs> I wrote Christian Bale walks into a bar. Bartender says nothing. <laughs> Christian says, beer, please. Right. <laughs> I was like, I thought the 
there was going to be a punchline, there wasn't. The bartender was like, hey, why, why the long face? <laughs> oh. Yes. So a girl comes up and asks if he's with the Tommy Stone tour. No, I'm just a journalist, but he gives her his press pass as yes. a souvenir. And, and she's, she's like, fucking stoked. Oh! She runs back and everyone's looking at it and it's all fun. So what he a cool goes thing to do. Right. That was nice of him. Right. So he goes out to the back of the bar. Mm-hmm. And who should be there? But Kurt Wilde. Ooh, and he doesn't seem to recognize him from their night of bumming. No, not no. at first. But he's like, were you at the Tommy Stone show? Yeah. He notices there's a crumpled ticket on mm-hmm. the table. And so he he lets on. He tells him he thinks he's Brian Slade. Well, he yeah. He says he's like, well, it's funny because I tried to contact you about Brian Slade. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kurt tells him that real artists create beautiful things and put nothing of themselves in them and that they set out to change the world, but only ended up changing themselves. Mm-hmm. And in the end, he got what he wanted. And then you see that Kurt has the Oscar Wilde brooch. Right. He asks about it. doesn't yeah. he? Like, and he says, I was told by the person who gave it to me that it belonged to Oscar Wilde. Yeah. A person that I don't see anymore. And then he mm. hands it over to Arthur. Right. Like, here, go ahead. You should take it for your image. But I can't take this from you. No. He gives it back. And then somebody puts Brian Slade on the jukebox. And then he has these, like, flashes of a memory. Mm-hmm. That's, I, so it's mostly him and Kurt on this mattress in the desert somewhere. It's on the roof. Or is that supposed to be on the I, roof? Yeah, it's on the roof because they show them later. Well, yeah, they show like... them later on the roof. But this weird thing where he's laying on this mattress and it looks like he's watching Kurt and oh, Brian. He tells them that the, it's his memory because that's when Brian gave him the. So he's brooch. just like imagining. Kurt Kurt's is remembering. Memory. Yeah. Okay. He's remembering that and he he's was telling there, him pretending. that that's where he got it. Okay. He's having the memory. So yeah, no, it's just like. Okay. Because I was like, he was never with the both no, of them. No, he was okay. never with the both of them. This is yeah. just Kurt's memory of when he got the brooch. And so um, he's like, oh, I can't. He hands the pin back. And then there's this moment where you sense that Kurt realizes Remembers. who this is. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so then he walks off and he goes to take a swig of his beer and <laughs> there's a fucking bits it out. And there it is. Yep. And there's the brooch in his right. beer, which he could have choked and died. <laughs> he could have choked and or died. he could have not taken another sip of that beer and walked away. Right. And left Oscar Wilde. He brooch just knew that beer. He just knew he knew it, he knew it was going to happen. Kurt's a sweetie. Right. And he's like, I'll see you around. And he says, cheers. And uh, yeah, then he finds the thing. And then we go to um, Jack Ferry. Ooh, I was dreams. Yes. <laughs> Your death could not kill our love for you. And yeah, and this is and he does the Your cigarette traces traces aloud. Yes. Which was another. They said that mm-hmm. earlier at I some think point, that's didn't they? Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of these things that are Oscar Wilde's writing. Right. That's a lot of the dialogue. I don't know if that's one of them. Yeah, it might sure. be. So that so this is back at the tribute, the ten year tribute. Yes, this is him like the finale. Right. He's showing the pictures of, of all the stars from Kurt that. Wilde, yeah. Everyone's cheering. And then cut to Kurt and Christian on the rooftop again. There's uh, that other scene of them. Having a time in the dawn. The post-coital bliss in the uh, dawn. Just having a beautiful time. And then as it says, fade away now. Yeah. And it fades out. <laughs> fade to black. Fade to black. And you know what? I had not watched this movie in probably 20 years. And I was a little bit dreading it. Like, 
it wasn't going to hold up oh, or no. it was going to be hard to get through, but girl. No, it wasn't. It's still just it's as so much. It's so good. The I music. Yes. The boys. The outfits. Oh, my God. All of it. I just. Yeah. Uh, we still, I mean, uh, this, this among many other things, I'm sure, right. led to my love of drag, my oh. love of glam. Because well, I love all this. Like, this yeah. is like uh, watching the club kids on Phil Donahue. <laughs> Right. Like seeing all the club kids and shit. Like it was looking at that like as like how Arthur looked at them when he was right. like little was like looking at the this club kids. Me. on This is me. Well, I was not a club kid. No. But I wanted those but like, shoes. Yeah, but right. I wanted to like live that ridiculous that fucking big fuzzy life. coat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a fuzzy coat. I'm gonna get an I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get <laughs> have one before the day is out. I had one. <laughs> I used to wear it in high school. It was like um like it had Muppet lapels. Nice. Like gray Muppet lapels and the rest of it was velvet. Ooh. And I wore it all the fucking time. All the time. Nice. And I would alternate that with my burgundy trench coat that I love so much. We're going to have to try to dig up some photos. I don't know if I have any pictures yeah, of I that. Know. Yeah, back because we're all from the era where we didn't you have just a smartphone. Didn't, I mean, like we would go and get like the disposable, disposable cameras. And sometimes we paid extra for like the black and white. But then sometimes you forgot to even ever right, take and it who in. even knows? There's who pictures knows? of me that other people have. I have no oh, access. Oh, I would to. never keep like I wouldn't keep pictures of myself. You gave the pictures of yourself to other people and kept pictures of other people. Right. So you, I don't have to a work. ton of those. <laughs> so yeah, on our Instagram, we try y'all to bring. We'll you some. try. I'll see what we got, but I don't know how many glam rock looks I have. Yeah, photograph. We were dressed up tonight, and yes. we posted to the to the gram. Mm-hmm. But this is. Two weeks? Two weeks. (laughs) Two weeks, three weeks out from when this episode actually drops? Two weeks? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a little while. By the time you hear us saying this, those pictures will probably (laughs) not be visible anymore. Yeah. Well, we won't even know. If you join our Patreon, (gasps) you might get some extra special things. You might. And uh, do we, we have, have a new patron? Oh, yeah, that's right. We do. Welcome. Welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome. This house is clear. But it wasn't. It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so stay tuned after the outro. We've got we Invasion got- of the Pot. Oh, people. yes. You got to look out behind you. <laughs> Big brown vagina? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Big hairy vagina. And we will talk at you next week. And until then, later, later doomers. Hey everybody, I'm Jess. And I'm Ebony. And we are the Gruesome Twosome Movie Review We are about the wacky, the wonderful, the weird, the strange, <laughs> the unusual, the gore, the fucked up, <laughs> the actors, the connection, the theater, the passion, the love. Pretty much everything that comes film with represents. film. Yeah. But if it's if it's on a, a screen, we are there. We are reviewing. We love snacks. We love people. We love love. We just love film. We love films. So So come join us on the couch. If you're as crazy as film as we are, come join us and have a good time with us. See you soon, my loves. Bye. Bye.
Hello, this is Mama D, and I'm the host of Petals of Support. Petals of Support is a podcast that offers advice from a mom to anyone that needs a little extra love and support. This is not advice for moms, but advice from a mom. I've covered such topics as forgiveness, how to forgive, when to forgive, and when it's okay to not forgive, letting go, how to make good decisions, and how to handle stressful situations. I'm not a licensed anything. I'm just a mom that wants to provide to you the same advice that I give my kids, my friends, and my family. You can find me on any podcast platform. You can also find me at Twitter, at Petals of Support. Please go listen. Find the episodes that apply to you, and maybe the ones that don't. You can file that information away for later. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. Thank you. Hey, I'm Karen. And I'm Aubrey. And this is Chicklet, a literature comedy podcast where we enjoy getting lit and talking about books that spoke to us as young adults. Yeah, book it was um, dope as fuck. Yeah, I used to get it. the little personal pan pizza. Yeah, just for oh my god, just for you. Yeah, shit- nobody can take that shit, dog. Okay. <laughs> but we also cover movies with special guests, and it can get pretty crazy. I'll make a controversial statement. I will take this over Space Jam. Is that controversial? It People might love Space be. Jam. We might have to. We might have to stage a fight. So if you enjoy YA fiction. That fool of a fairy, Lucinda, did not intend to lay a curse on me. She meant to bestow a gift. Boozy beverages. Little shot of Baileys in your coffee. Coffee, pizza, and Baileys goes together like... Doesn't go together. It doesn't go together at all. And the power of friendship. I'll be like, I bought your Christmas present. And she'll be like, what'd you get me? I have to know. (laughs) Tell me right now. And I'm like, Henry gets so irritated because I'm like, do you want your present now? And he's like, it's like October. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. Then we're the podcast for you. We've been best friends for over a decade, so join in on the fun and grab a drink, y'all. January 6th at 1.15 p.m., the day that Dry January died.